I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, episode 9, week 21. How we doing there, Rebecca? <laughs> Pretty good, you know. Pretty pregnant. Nice. But can't complain, I guess. That's good. Good to hear. I mean, I probably could, but I won't. <laughs> this episode is called The Reveal. Not sure if I just gave that away, but we're going to tell you if it's a boy or a girl. And Becca's going to start us off with a couple's question. All right. So I just went through the list and, oh my God, I lost it. Where did it go? Oh, okay. Ready? I'm curious to hear your answer on this one. Okay. Would you go streaking across a football field during a game for a million dollars knowing there's a 50-50 chance you'll get arrested for indecent exposure? I wouldn't really be that concerned about getting arrested because, I don't know, decent exposure, you're going to be like locked up, I doubt it. It's more about the, I think, I think... I thought I think it would be blurred out on TV, <laughs> so I wouldn't care about just the stadium seeing something for a quick second. Yeah, I'm not the type of person to do something like that for a million dollars. It's you it's know, a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. I think I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when you think about it, everybody who's in the stadium, they probably can't see. True, far away. Yeah, but they're taking video, zooming in, but <laughs> probably you'd be all over Twitter. Yeah. What about you? So you wouldn't be concerned about getting arrested? You would you would take that for yes. the million dollars? Yeah. It's more about the public. Like seeing you nude, I guess, is the bigger concern than the seeing your arrested. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean a million dollars is pretty uh it's pretty good. I also feel like it's more acceptable for a girl to be streaking than a guy to be streaking. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think it's just more it's uh, probably what people want to see. Maybe. People would rather <laughs> see that. Guy. Makes sense. <laughs> just flopping around out there, flapping in the breeze. <laughs> it's not what anyone wants to see. No, nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is that would be very difficult for me to get up the guts to do, but a million bucks. But I would want to know ahead of time what what exactly am I getting into with a potential indecent exposure charge. Could I like potentially end up on like a pedophile list because there's mm. children around? You know, That's I a good would want to. I'd want to do a little research. I did not think that deeply. <laughs> have you ever actually streaked? I'm gonna guess now. No, but I assume you have. Sounds like no, no. Uh, you assume I have. I don't know. Just the way you asked me, you're like kind of like confident about it. Like no, I never what have. People do. However, I will say um, it was not me. But at Penn State, which is where I went to college always got a story there was um 
they only i think it used to be like a big tradition and it happened my freshman year and then i think it got like shut down but there was like this one night i don't even remember the details maybe if you went to penn state you'll know what i'm talking about there but there was always like a streaking like it was on like the same day i think every year and it was literally like at like the freshman dorms and all there was like all this ruckus outside like cheering and stuff so we were like what the heck is going on so we go outside and there's just this huge basically like almost like a human tunnel like just two lines of people like as far as the eye can see and it was dark so you couldn't really see but there's just girls guys and we're just streaking down this like like tunnel of people just like woo arms just for fun (laughs) just for fun yeah yeah. good for them it was really random and now i want to remember like what the uh what that was all about but um I'm pretty sure it was like a streaking tradition, but that was the only time I had ever seen it. I don't know if it got squashed. I've seen like models do it at like European soccer games and it's to like drive their brand because it like creates value for them because their Instagram gets, they get some exposure, hundreds of thousands of hits and followers. (laughs) So, I mean, it makes sense and that's kind of like doing it for a million dollars right there. Yeah. If you're already kind of famous. And again, I don't think anyone's arguing a a model streaking. True. (laughs) probably not gonna arrest him or her right anyway well that was a good question it was uh thanks for your input here you're welcome let's move along to the baby okay the baby's now the size of an endive about 10 and a half inches and 13 ounces the central nervous system is developing and the movements are more coordinated and the nerves in ears are developing so sounds more distinct so the baby can hear us singing in the house and hayden (laughs) saying the lord knows what so hayden sings all day long she does all the nursery rhymes she loves a good nursery rhyme. she has memorized all the words or her version of i mean most of the words she has actually spot on but Mm -hmm. some of them she kind of makes up (laughs) but she just sings like there's no tomorrow um she's a cutie all right well let's uh let's get into symptoms so week 21 i am very much in the second trimester have at this point pretty much left all of the nasty symptoms of early pregnancy in the dust. Um, a little bit of nausea here and there that pops up, um, specifically like right before I go to bed. Um, but again, like I have said before, it's, it's so mild that it's like, uh, you know, it's no big deal, but it is there. Um, yeah, just overall, this week, just feeling much better and, and pretty much like myself. Um, I would say this is the, I mean, I, I started feeling myself a couple of weeks ago, but I feel like this is the first week that I almost lost touch, started to lose touch with how horrific <laughs> the beginning is. Like, it's crazy how quickly you forget. Uh, same goes for birth, like with how intense it is, you forget so quickly. Um, like just exactly how it feels and like, you know, where your mind is at during that, um, it's nature's way of, you know, making you agree to do it again, I guess. Um, but also in this week, along with just feeling better slash losing touch with, uh, how bad I felt, um, I was already thinking about like how exciting it will be when we do this again. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like just the whole you know, getting pregnant again, all the excitement of it. Um, so you forget very quickly because just probably a month or two ago, I was like, I mean, even though I knew that I would do it again, but just like, I don't know if I can do this again. This is so hard. Right. We were talking about adoption. 
Yeah, hey, we, we could totally adopt. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at, feeling good. Not a whole lot to report. Um, veins are still the veins. Those are really the only things at this point that are, um, you know, I guess difficult to deal with. But they're nowhere near as bad as being super sick. But I don't feel, you know, completely myself because they're a little bit uncomfortable, a um, little bit painful at times. And, of course, I'm wearing these compression tights all day every day um speaking of though i actually found out this week because i was talking to my cousin at our gender reveal and she had the veins too during her pregnancy so that's another family member because i knew that my grandmother my mom told me my grandmother had them but then to find out that my cousin had them too and she also reported that they have completely they completely resolved afterwards Um, i feel like that's a good thing to hear that other family members have had them yeah, and they are genetic. Um, so between my cousin, my good friend, and also my midwife had them as well, really bad. And she was like, "They've, I've had eight babies, and they're completely resolved, like even after all of that. So, so they should go away, which is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, so I uh, want to fill them in on some stuff that happened this week. I would, but I was not there. We had a midwife appointment. <laughs> but I'm not there. <laughs> so why don't you fill us in on that appointment? Um, good. They're pretty uneventful. Um, oh, wait. Sh- Actually, what? we teased on the last one that we didn't know how everything went with the... Or oh. No, or did we tell? No, no, we didn't say. The ultrasound? Right, the ultrasound, yeah. So why don't you tell them? Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> Big report here. Yeah. It's just in. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, my midwife said everything looks perfect. Which is uh That's what you want to hear. <sighs> it is what you want to hear. It is definitely what you want to hear, especially after um, just going through a miscarriage. You know, it's like you just want a healthy baby. Um, so anyway, yeah, had a midwife appointment. They are uh, fairly uneventful um, because there's just not a whole lot to talk about at this point. It's more just a check-in. Um, she asks me, you know, all the basic questions on how I'm feeling, if I'm having any like weird symptoms. Um, we did talk um, kind of in depth at this appointment about actually my previous birth, well, my only other birth uh, with Hayden. Um, I actually hemorrhaged. Do you remember that? I hemorrhaged after she was born. Yes. But they didn't like tell us. Like I didn't actually know that I hemorrhaged until we went to the six week checkup. I still don't know what that means. It's like just when you like bleed a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, like yes. not you were normal. definitely bleeding a lot. Yeah, I was definitely bleeding a lot. Well, I fainted. Remember that whole mm-hmm. debacle? Oh yeah. Um so I ended up fainting after she was born, which according to my midwife isn't isn't necessarily like only related to hemorrhaging. She said a lot of women that just happens, which is good to know. And she was like, Oh, that's good to know because when we like have you get up to go pee after you give birth She's like, you're not going to walk to the bathroom. I'm just going to put a little like potty thing on the floor that you can Perfect. squat in. It's like, great. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to do is like walk somewhere like after right, bleeding yeah. that much. Uh, um, but I was also like really dehydrated in during birth, even though I was drinking tons of water and I did get fluids. Um, but just being in a hot bath and like sweating and um, I was super dehydrated. So I just thought I was just like really dehydrated. Um but it turns out that I did hemorrhage after Hayden was born. 
Um, and I didn't need to get like, well, at least they didn't give me like a blood transfusion or anything like that. I don't think it was quite to that level. I mean, they clearly knew that I was hemorrhaging. They just didn't tell me um, in the moment, which is probably for the best because it would have probably freaked me out because they like noted it in my chart and everything. Um, but so I talked to her in depth about that and just like, is that, you know, if it happened to me this time, is it likely to happen to me again? And she was like, no, it's like, honestly, typically completely random. Just because you hemorrhage with your first doesn't mean you're going to hemorrhage with your second. And um, she also just gave me, you know, a couple things like making sure my iron stores are really good, but you know, leading up to birth, just in case that were to happen again. And then she was like, afterwards, I want you to drink like chlorophyll and just a couple of things. Um, I feel like she gave me some other tips, but a couple of things that she was like, I want you to, to do these things to prepare yourself. Um, so that hopefully it doesn't happen again. Um, because not only do you lose like, you know, it's, it's obviously not ideal to hemorrhage, but afterwards like I felt um and again this is my only experience with birth so I I just kind of thought it was like normal postpartum but like the first especially like three days after Hayden was born I was like pretty wrecked like I felt really um if I even had minimal activity and I mean like walking down like our little tiny set of like four steps in our old house to go sit on the couch like if somebody was coming to see the baby um like that would make me feel like feverish and like super weak. And I remember telling you like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like if anybody wants to come over, they can come visit in the bedroom. Like I I literally can't even handle this. And yeah, I remember I took her to the pediatrician the day after she was born. Yeah. I, I I like literally couldn't go. Yeah. Um, and they told me that I shouldn't go, I should be resting. But even if I wanted to go, I I don't think I could have handled it. Um, so I, I was pretty wrecked for a few days. Um, and just felt really out of it and like really off and kind of sick, honestly. Um, and I later found out that's from the hemorrhage. Um, so not trying to have that happen again. I mean, I still had like all the hormones and like the feel good stuff. Um, but typically, you know, with unmedicated birth, women feel like, I mean, not incredible. They just push the baby out, but like they feel pretty amazing versus like if you you know have more interventions and stuff a lot of times you're in a lot feeling a lot worse afterwards this is what people say you know I haven't experienced all of it so I can't report on that necessarily but um I just like didn't really experience that so I'm just like okay let's hopefully that won't happen um this time around so that was the main topic of the midwife appointment but we just chat and then she checks on the baby she measures my fundal height or whatever we hear the heartbeat and then I'm on my merry way. So. It's exciting. Let's get to the best part. Okay. Which everyone listening to this, unless you're just a random listener and you don't follow Becca on Instagram, <laughs> knows the sex of the baby at this point, I'm sure. But anyway, let's talk about the gender reveal. So first of all, we watched the gender reveal video from Hayden's gender reveal on YouTube. Yeah, it was fun to go back. Yeah. What, what did you uh, pick up from that one? I feel like I had no bump. Hmm. And also in the the video for this gender reveal, I also look like I have no bump, but I have like a super flowy shirt on. But even like looking at the old video, I kept like looking, I was wearing kind of a flowy dress, but I was like, I feel like I have no bump. And this time around, I felt huge. Hmm. <laughs> but anyway. So let's talk about some logistics here. So <laughs> logistics. Okay. I think we met, mentioned last week that they, uh, 
wrote down the sex of the baby on in an envelope, and you showed your friend Chrissy or our friend Chrissy uh, on over a Zoom call the sex of the baby, and then she ordered the cannons for us. Yeah, so we ordered. um, I can link these in the show notes. They're so fun for a gender reveal. It's we did the same thing for Hayden. We just repeated it because it was so fun. It's like cannons but it's not just one it's like canon roulette so there's a set of six numbered one to six and one of them at random has either pink or blue confetti and then all the other ones have white confetti and you roll they like send you a little die so you roll the die and whatever number it lands on so if it lands on three you first open canon number three and then it lands on five blah blah blah, and you keep going so you don't know which canon like you keep opening them and you're not sure which one is going to be the one so but someone has to you know because i I ordered them but i don't know the gender so someone has to send the info in um so i literally like facetimed her on my phone and was like opening the envelope without looking at it and I was like, okay, do you see it? She was like, yep, got it. It's <laughs> like, okay. Um, so that worked out really well. I was afraid I was going to like somehow mess it up and see the envelope, but it was super easy. Yeah, I think it. we hit on the fourth roll. And the cannons are legit. It's like things go flying. It's really good quality. Yeah. Um, we had some family over and some via Zoom. Yep. We did it the night before Halloween. So did we dress up? Not really. No, we didn't dress up, but I had like Halloween decorations. It was fun. Oh, it's so nice. We had some like fun Halloween headbands for the ladies. Hmm. Those were hit. <laughs> People love headgear. And as we've gone over this probably in the past, I was guessing a boy and Becca was guessing a girl. And oh yeah, forgot to mention that as this was going on, Hayden was crying. We were in like our patio, which is like was the, you know the windows were closed because it was cold out, but the 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 cannon was pretty loud in that in that environment. Like outside, it's probably completely fine. But yeah, I think the noise and everyone like cheering scared her a little bit. So we had to kind of speed through it. But on the fourth roll, she was freaking out. Found out, poor thing, that it was a girl. Pink confetti went everywhere. Yeah. So for all of you that already know, guess what? It's a girl. <laughs> Another baby girl. Another baby girl. I was extremely shocked. <laughs> I was super convinced it was a boy, just because I was convinced it was a girl last time. So my reaction was just like hand to the face, but in in a good way. You guys, ha- if you have not seen it, I will link the video down below where we found out it's on YouTube. Matt's reaction is pretty priceless, and he was not upset. It wasn't like an upset reaction. I think it was just pure surprise. It was big time. So anyway, we're, we're I'm super excited. I'm sure you're super excited to have two little girls, a couple years apart. Yes, you're a pretty good girl dad too. So thank you. I secretly, of course, I would have been happy either way. Of course, of course. Um, but I secretly wanted another little girl because I wanted Hayden to have a sister. And I just love having a girl. And I was like, she's my only one. I, I feel like I probably should put more bows on her. And I probably should have dressed her in like cuter, like more cute outfits like to really soak it in. So I'm glad I have like another another round of all the girly stuff as like a baby you should do that anyway she's a special girl no but i mean like what i mean i would do it now but she doesn't let me put bows in her hair anymore Hmm. she just rips them right out but like when they're babies you know right 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 um so i'm excited i'm excited for her to have a sister i'm excited for 
just two girls, little girl gang. Matt's officially very outnumbered. Oh, yeah. Even the dog's a girl. <laughs> yeah. And the chickens are girls. It's 10 chickens. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, a lot so of females. So how many is that? Uh, it's going to be 14 girls to one boy. Wow. Oof. Sorry about that. Yeah. That's no, all good. We'll <laughs> eventually get a boy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not disappointed. I wasn't, uh, I get like wanting a girl to be close in age. Yeah. Uh, I think if maybe we thought we'd be done after this, I'd be like slightly bummed, but yeah, that you don't get a son. Yeah. There's more chances. So yeah, there'll be more. So, um, so yeah, that was a week 21, an exciting week where we found out the baby's going to be girl. So we're looking forward to it. Oh, wait. Oh. Last thing. We have a name, which is exciting. Last time, I don't think we had one until like week 35. Yeah, so it's funny. Last time, we had a solid boy name. Did not have a girl name going into the gender reveal. I thought it was a boy. You thought it was a girl. It turns out it was a girl, so we didn't have a girl name. This time around, we have a solid girl name, and we kind of flopped on that boy name that we had last time. I don't think we are super gung-ho on that one anymore, just because it kind of got more popular and it just don't really love it anymore um but uh so yeah so this time around we have a name it's exciting it takes the pressure off it does i'm, yeah. always, tra- I'm always looking around for other names though just in case <laughs> i feel like matt's 99 percent sold on the name i'm sold on the name i just you know you never know because maybe this one will get popular this is how i know matt really likes the name because we were discussing it and i was and we're obviously not going to share what the name is until she's actually here it's, it's so nice. I can say she now, but um, this is how I know he likes the name. We were talking about it and we had like kind of decided on it. And then, I don't know, like a week later, he was like, I don't know. Like, is that definitely the name? And I was like, I mean, I feel confident about it, but if you want to like keep looking, like that's fine. And then like randomly after we had that conversation, randomly, he was like, what about so-and-so? And I was like, that's the name. <laughs> like, yes. It's a good name. So you came up with it on your own and you were like, I like this one. And I was like, yeah. So I came up with da. it. That's good. <laughs> so that's how I know Matt likes it. I do love the name. It's yeah, it's, it's a good name. Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much it. It was fun, you know, to have another gender reveal. Um, I don't know. Maybe with the next one, we won't, won't find out. I don't know. Oh, wow. I'm no, I will probably find out. <laughs> I mean, I don't care either way. It probably helps you prepare, though. Yeah, yeah. It definitely helps you prepare. Um, yeah, I do like, I like knowing. Well, and also, like, when the when the baby comes, I mean, obviously, that's like a surprise of a lifetime if you don't know the gender at the birth. Yeah. Um, which, that that is pretty cool. But at the same time, I feel like when the baby comes it's so exciting and there's like regardless of whether you know or not it's still going to be like the, like the best day ever and so exciting so it, it almost like spreads out like the fun surprises like midway through you like get to a fun surprise about the baby I agree then, yeah so it spreads out the joy you know it does I like knowing yeah but I could go the other way too it's all good yeah we'll see um, but yeah so a little girl yeah, we're very excited. Thank you for listening to week <laughs> 21, episode 9, and we That's will see you in episode 10, week 22. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're done. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>